What is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. And uh, this is another. This is a solo episode. Last week it was wonderful to have Robert the Ghost Rider Martinez on the show. Hopefully we can get him back on sometime. But for the meantime, we are going to do this show solo and. Um, yeah, we're gonna be, we got a lot of, we got some, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of questions to answer. Um, first thing I want to remind you on a couple things. One, there's a brand new episode of the Zeke Setzer show up on the podcast feed. There's also going to be a brand new episode, there's also a brand new episode of Spoiler Alert, also on the podcast feed that went up yesterday. So make sure you guys go and check that out. Um, Zeke Setzer show, we talk about, about what's going on with the movie theaters, uh, and the impact it's gonna that HBO Max's uh, move is gonna have on the movie theater industry. Uh, we also and on the spoiler alert, we talk about the most recent episode of The Mandalorian in spoilerific detail. So make sure you guys watch the episode of The Mandalorian before you go and listen to that episode. Um, and one more thing, I want to remind you guys on December twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Uh, end of the line premieres on the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, and make sure you guys uh, tune in on December twenty fifth. There's going to be another sneak peek uh, just a week before it drops, but make sure you guys go and check that out. Uh, it's a skit that uh, I know the people involved worked very very hard on. Uh, it's something that I am re releasing uh, because uh, uh, you know because of you know, last year my, uh, most of my videos from last year got taken off the channel for some reason. Um, and, uh, I've re-uploaded War for the Geeks, and this is going to be my re-upload of, um, End of the Line, so make sure you guys go and check that out when it premieres on December 25th, 2020, and again, there's going to be another sneak peek of End of the Line, um, on, uh, just a week before the, <laughs> a week before, uh, it actually drops, so again, make sure... You guys mark your calendars, December 25th, 2020, at 6 o'clock uh, uh, West, Co- uh, uh, West Coast time. Uh, about It's going to be about probably 9 o'clock uh, East Coast time. So make sure you guys go ahead, check that out um, after you spend time with your families on the wonderful Christmas Day. So with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and get right into uh, what we want to talk about, and that's... The Marvel News. We, this is where we're going to break down some news topics going on in the Marvel Universe. And we're going to start with this first one. We only have really two to talk about, but we're going to start with this first one. And this first one is uh, Hawkeye uh, has officially added a huge cast to their TV show. Of course, they also started production this week. Um, and, uh, they got, and they got to start shooting. Um, but they also have confirmed their cast for the show, and though, and that cast includes Jeremy Renner, of course, coming back as Hawkeye, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, most people are assuming she is going to play uh, Kate uh, Bishop. Uh, we have Florence Pugh returning as her character from Black Widow. Vera Farmiga, uh, I can't remember what role she's playing. Uh, Tony Dalton in an undisclosed role. Uh, Fra Fee, Fra Fee, I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay, uh, is also there. 
I'm gonna butcher this next name. Alakwa Cox. I'm sorry, I'm butchering that name. My my apologies. Uh, and then I have we have Zon McLaren, who is also going to be in there. Now I don't know who Tony Dalton F- uh, Fra Um I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that name again because I butchered it the first time. And then Zon Mc, uh, McLaren. I'm not familiar with those with those four. I am, however, familiar with Vera Farmiga. Uh, she's done a great job in the Conjuring movies, and she's also really great in. I I thought she was also really good in Godzilla: King of the Monsters. So, like I said, you know, I can't wait to see you know Vera Farmiga in the in the Hawkeye series. Um, but one of the other interesting parts about this is um, Florence Pugh. Um, they've been real like that character. Her her character has been in the in the news a lot because you know um there was that quote that went out by um the director of uh black widow i can't remember i'm sorry i'm forgetting about the name but you know uh she had said that black widow is going to be a handing of the baton to florence Pugh's character um which is interesting because you know i love you know i think you know florence Pugh is is a fantastic actress i mean if you haven't seen movies like little women or um, or Midsummer, or even Fighting with My Family. I think Fighting with My Family is probably my favorite movie uh, she was in last year. It was one of my favorite movies of the year. So, I mean, uh, just really excited to see her in Black Widow, but I'm also excited to see her in, you know, this series and see what she's going to bring to it. Um, you know, we talked about it last week, how she'll don a, uh, you know, there was that report that went around that she's going to be donning the uh, a uh, Ronin-type outfit in this series. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the, uh, second and really the final movie news, uh, Marvel news topic. And that is this, um, Natalie Portman's back on the news and she was talking about, she's talking more about Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, so a couple weeks ago, um, Chris Hemsworth put out this picture of him working out and, you know, when, when does Chris Hemsworth not put out a picture of himself working out? Um, uh, and Natalie Portman, uh, responded to that photo and talked about how she's worried that she'll be dwarfed by Chris Hemsworth after seeing his training photo, uh, saying, quote, I'm going to look like his little grandma next to him. Um, which, you know, is pretty funny. But this also, uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it's very interesting as to, you know, a lot of people had concerns going into, you know, after she was announced uh, to be in Thor Love and Thunder. A lot of people were concerned that how, you know, is she going to, how is she going to work into this movie? Like, you know, she's supposed to be like the the, the female version of Thor, uh, wielding Mjolnir, so is she going to be, um, as fit for the role as, I mean, look, whether or not she'll be in shape for the role, I don't think we have to worry about that with Natalie Portman, you know, um, she's a very beautiful woman, but I think, I don't think we have to worry about that, but I think the one thing that concerns me, 
it's not really about her and how, you know, big she'll be as far as, you know, uh, ma- uh, masculinity is concerned. But it, for me, the one thing I'm worried about when it comes to Natalie Portman is, uh, are they actually going to develop her character? Are they actually going to, is Taika Waititi actually going to further the development of that character? Because in the first two Thor movies, as much as I love Natalie Portman as an actress, um, I thought she was the worst part of those two Thor movies. I didn't like her at all, and I was kind of glad when they kind of got rid of her in Thor Ragnarok. But when they announced her back, I think, I'm like, look, if they have, obviously she is going to play, she's going to play a big role. We don't know how big of a role she's going to play, but she's playing a big, I think she's going to play a pretty significant role uh, in this movie. So, who knows? I mean, maybe, again, it, maybe it could turn out great or maybe it could turn out bad, but we'll just see how it goes. Um, but I don't think I don't think fans should be worried about her um, being big enough for the role because I think she, I, you know, Marvel has done a pretty good job. You know, most comic book uh, movie actors have been pretty good as far as, you know, getting in shape and working out for their roles. I mean, I know... Um, uh, you know, Gal Gadot, um, before she was playing Wonder Woman, had posted a bunch of pictures of her kind of working out, and so did Ben Affleck, you know, Ben Affleck, uh, had a lot of, got in really good shape before he played Batman, um, you know, and then obviously, um, Camille Mangiani, uh, got, uh, kind of, um, worked out for his role in Eternal, so, you know, I don't think we have to worry about her, not working out for to to get the role. I don't think we have to worry about that at all. So, um, but yeah, I thought I just thought that was a little funny story to talk about. So, um, all right. So for the rest of the show, we're just gonna get into uh, the uh, segment that we like to call "Ask the Spider Verse." This is the one only part of the show where we uh, take your guys' Q and A questions. How do you guys send in a Q and A question? Really, really simple, actually, and you just send them in through Instagram or Twitter, or you can also comment down below in the YouTube comment section of any video. I will make sure to answer them on the uh, on the on the Web Slingers podcast. Um, but also, I I should I should say this because you know, um, you know, I have somebody who collects the questions for me who, um who collects these questions. So please, 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 um, do me a favor, guys. If you, uh, whatever show you're sending in your question for, please, um, put in all caps at the bottom of your question. Like, you know, at the bottom of your question, hit, put all caps and then put like the name of the show. So like in all caps, after you write your question on the bottom of it, in all caps, you can write uh, "Web Slingers" or, you know, same. same if you want a, a question in the Zeke Setso show, but uh, at the bottom, b- below your question, just put in all caps "Zeke Setso." Or if you're gonna send in a question for Avatar the After Show, do that same thing. Uh, could we also take questions for Avatar the After Show? But right now. Avatar the After Show is on a season break, so you guys really don't have to worry about that. So, um, but just just keep that in mind when you guys send in these questions. All right, 
Um, cause it just makes, it makes the job easier for my, uh, my, my producer who, who gathers these questions, uh, for me to answer. So, all right, let's go ahead and get the, uh, first question here. And the first question is, uh, do you think Latita, Latita Wright, I keep butchering that name. I'm so sorry. Could get fired for her anti-vax tweets. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Latita White uh, uh, Wright, Wright uh, plays Shuri in Black Panther. And even in the most recent Avengers films. Um, and, you know, she got on Twitter, as most celebrities do, and voiced her opinion about the COVID-19 vaccinations. And kind of talked about how, um, kind of talked about her opinion and expressed the fact that she doesn't support the idea of the vaccinations. And most people have been wondering, well, does that mean she's going to get fired uh, from uh, Black Panther 2? And I really do think people look. Here's the, here's the thing about this. This reminds me very similar to what's going on right now with Gina Carano. Gina Carano, for those of you who don't know, also got on Twitter as most celebrities do and voiced her opinion about wearing a mask. Um, and. What I think about this is I'm like, we shouldn't cancel somebody just because they have a certain political opinion. Okay? Just because they have a certain political opinion does not mean we should fire them off the show. You know? Or fire them off a movie. You know? Um, I That's kind of my response when James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy. You know? Um, Marvel knew about those tweets... And if they, if they honestly were weren't comfortable with working with James Gunn, they would not have hired him because those tweets were released literally a year before he got hired. So, and that's kind of the argument I made. And um, just because Latita Wright uh, talked about her opinion on the vaccinations, because when it when it comes down to it, that tweet was an opinion i don't think we should um i I don't think she should be fired from a movie just because of that a political opinion otherwise we have to fire every celebrity who gives their political opinion you know and and if that were to happen we wouldn't have movies or tv you know (laughs) so Let's not, let's, I don't think we have anything to worry about as far as Latita Wright goes. Um, now, as far as her opinion goes, I am not going to talk about it just because I don't talk about other things other than movies or television on the Zeke Setso, on any of the Zeke Setso podcasts. I only talk about those things within that world. Occasionally, COVID will come up, but more as more as what it's doing to the film industry or the television industry not oh you know 
the vaccinations. You know, it's, we're not talk. We're not here to talk about those. So, but um, I don't think she should be fired for giving that political opinion. You know, now a lot of people will ask, well, Zeke, what's the difference from this? And when you know, you know, Roseanne was given a political opinion. No, she was not. First of all, the difference is is because Roseanne wasn't even given a political statement. She was insulting somebody on Twitter. That's the difference uh, between what's going on with Latita Wright and um, and what happened with Roseanne. You know, um, Latita Wright um, just was expressing an opinion, a thought she had. You know, um, Roseanne got on Twitter and insulted somebody. So it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. About, you know, when when it comes to Latina Wright, you know, just because she gives a political opinion doesn't mean she should be fired. You know, same, you know, Roseanne, Roseanne if she was given a political opinion, um, then I would have said the same thing. But the thing is, when those tweets came out, there was not a political opinion. She actually insulted somebody. So, anyway, that's that's kind of my, my thoughts on the whole thing. So, all right. Uh, okay, next question. With the save, with the hashtag save Daredevil going around, could we see Charlie Cox Daredevil come back? Um, look, I've said this countless times and I'll say it again. Anything is possible. We live in a world where Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro. Um, Ben Affleck's coming back as Batman. Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman. We live in a world where literally anything, as far as the movie industry goes, literally anything can happen at any moment. We could wake up tomorrow and find out that Charlie Cox is going to be in the MCU. We just don't know. Um, but... If you're going to ask me how likely is it that we'll see him, I think the possibility of seeing um, Charlie Cox's Daredevil in the MCU is around, I'm going to go probably around a 40%. We have a 40% chance of seeing him uh, in in the movie. Um, so there, that's just my, my kind of thoughts on that. Uh, all right. Uh, favorite Marvel comics storyline. Uh, I pretty much talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, actually. But my favorite Marvel comics storyline is the uh, the Phoenix Saga, um, uh, the X Men Phoenix Saga. That is one of my all time favorite uh, Marvel comics storyline uh, because it almost. It almost feels like a t- a mini um, a great. It feels like a great mini series. Like you could literally adapt that into a mini series. Um, now they've adapted it into two different movies, and both have turned out to be huge steaming piles of shit. So I don't know if we can ever do that again. <laughs> I don't know if they should do that again, but. You know, I'll always have the Phoenix Saga, the the, the comics at least. So, 
right. Uh, do you think we will ever see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? Well, just like the Carly, the Charlie um, Cox question, um, I look. Anything's possible. Anything is possible, guys. But honestly, I don't think we will. Just because I think Hugh Jackman has expressed he's done with the character. Um, Logan was a really great send-off for his portrayal of that character. Um, and I personally don't want to see him come back. You know, that would be... I, I think that would be like bringing back Iron Man after his death in Endgame. Um, do I think they'll do it? Maybe they'll do it, but I would rather them not do it. So, um, all right. Ooh, here's a fun one. Let's say the zombie apocalypse starts. That that wouldn't surprise me. Um, you can only pick five Marvel characters to protect you. Who would you choose? What a good question. Um, Spider-Man's got to be number one because Spider-Man's my favorite superhero of all time. Uh... Wolverine, Hulk, um, let's see, Deadpool, and Ghost Rider. Those would be my five to protect me. Um, what about you guys? You guys, um, let me let me know. Like, what what would who would you choose? Like, which five Marvel characters would you choose? Uh, to protect you, definitely let me know, and that would be uh that that could be a really interesting conversation. Um, all right, who would you cast as Chad Chadwick Boseman's replacement for Black Panther two? Um, who would I cast? Well, first of all, we don't really know for sure if Chadwick Boseman's getting replaced. Um, we actually don't know what they're gonna do. Um, but who would I cast as Chadwick Boseman's replacement? Uh, I would probably bring in I would bring in John John David Washington to to come in. Look. And I'm not saying that because he looks like Chadwick Boseman. I'm saying that because um John David Washington is a fantastic actor. If you have seen the work he's done in both Tenet and in um um, I'm trying to remember the other movie, uh, Black Klansman. He was magnificent in both movies. Even though I didn't really like Tenet, he was fantastic in that movie. And he is just such a great actor, and I would love to see what he would do as the T'Challa character. Um, and I think he'd be the really, the right guy to carry on that legacy, uh, you know, for, for Chadwick Boseman. Um, so, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but that's just my, uh, my, uh, my take on it. Uh, what is one Marvel, what if, would you, you would like to see in comics, movies, or TV? So I'm going to kind of make up one. I'm going to make up one. Um, and mine would actually be, um, (laughs) Mine's actually a really, really weird one, but I really love to see it happen. Um, keeping it in the Spider-Man universe, I would love to see what would happen if Harry Osborn got bit by the spider. That, like, the same spider that bites Peter Parker, 
what would happen if Harry Osborn got bit by that spider? I would, I, I don't know. I'd like to see it happen. There's a part of me deep down that kind of wants to see that happen. I think it'd be really interesting to go down that route and kind of um, see how different he would be from Peter Parker as far as Spider-Man goes. I think it'd be pretty interesting. All right. Uh, next question. Who has the best trilogy? Cap, Thor, or Iron Man? Oh, that's easy. Captain America. You have, in the trilogy, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. First Avenger, yeah, it's a good movie. Winter Soldier is the best MCU movie. And Civil War is also really great. In the Iron Man trilogy, you have Iron Man, which is great. Iron Man 2, eh. And then Iron Man 3 is awful. Um, in the Thor trilogy, you have Thor 1, which is good. Not great, but good. Uh, Thor The Dark World, which is the worst MCU movie. And then you have Thor Ragnarok, which I think is one of the best MCU movies. So, But Cap, Cap's movies, all three movies are not bad. All three movies are at least good or great. So, I don't know. Um, Alright, thoughts on Venom possibly being in Spider-Man 3? Um, Yeah, someone wanted me to make this a, a news topic, and I was going to, but then I started looking it up, and a lot of the, the, the sources that this news comes from aren't valid sources. Um, they come from websites that aren't verified by, like, the studio. Like, it sounds like the, the sources don't... I Look, it's not that I don't want to say they're invalid at all. Because maybe they heard something. I just don't know. For right now, I'm going to say it's a rumor. But what would I think about it? Look, again... Um, when it comes to that Spider-Man 3, a bunch of the rumors, we have no idea if they're true or not. Um, we don't even know. I mean, Jamie Foxx recently came out and debunked the, the and said that he wasn't playing Electro, which I think is not true. He is playing Electro. I mean, even Deadline even said that he's playing Electro. So, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just... Look, I've always said, um, I always said that Venom is probably going to end up appearing in Spider-Man Three. Um, in a, I don't think he's going to be showing up. He, I don't think he would show up and play a big role in the movie. But I think he would show up probably in like an end credit scene. You know, I still think that Venom is going to show up and um, be in. Uh, Spider-Man 3. So, uh, we shall see. Uh, what other Spider-Man characters should Sony explore in a spinoff? Um, well, there's tons of different Spider-Man characters that they could do. Um, um, you can do a Green Goblin story. Um, or a Hobgoblin story. Um, but I would love to see the Green Goblin in a Spider-Man movie. I don't know if I'd rather. I don't know if I want to see the Green Goblin be the the sub be 
the star of a of a, of a spinoff movie. I think I'd rather see the Green Goblin with Spider Man because I feel like that works. That's like, well, actually, I can't say that's like having the Joker in his own movie because they already did that and it turned out to be one of the best movies of last year. So, I mean, who knows? But um, wow, uh, other Spider Man care um Ben Riley. I I think Ben Riley could be a great. Spider-Man character to explore. You'd have to change his origin story a little bit, but I think he can make a really good movie with with the char- with a the Scarlet Spider. Um, let me see. What other Spider-Man characters can you do a movie of? I mean, they're already doing Morbius, which I've been waiting for Morbius to appear in a movie. Um, A Sandman movie, possibly. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Alright. Favorite Marvel video game. Uh, Favorite Marvel video game. I have to go with... Hmm. Wow. That's... There's a part of me that wants to say Spider-Man for the PS4. But I haven't actually played the game. I've only seen the... Actually... No, I have played bits of the game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say that. Spider, uh, Spider-Man PS4. So, um, that would be my favorite. But there's so many other great games, like um, Spider-Man 2, the game. Um, there's an entire level of that game where you get to go around and deliver pizzas. Um, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man game. Like, that game was just awesome. Um... I like how, um, uh, you know what's funny about that game, though, is that in that game, you would be, you know, shooting webs, like swinging webs, but then you'd look up and you're not even, you're, you're like, you're swinging through the clouds, like you're not even, you, there are no buildings around, you know, (laughs) so, but that's one of those fun little games, um. There was also a couple other really good more. Um, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game was also really good. Um, yeah, I I would say that that's that's those are some ones for me. Um, yeah. All right, and the final question, and this is a big lengthy one. So, what does Sony do with their Spider-Man movies as far as streaming goes? Uh, do you think they will sell them to another service? Or will they have to make them available for premium rentals on Google or iTunes? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for the question. Um, okay, so what does Sony do with their Spider-Man movies as far as streaming goes? I think Sony's going to wait to see what happens in the in the on, in the upcoming year. Um, as far as do you think the look? It real again. It really all depends. Um, the one the one that I'll say they might end up having to put on streaming is uh, Morbius. I think Morbius is going to be available for rental. Um, just because that movie's coming out in March, and who knows if movie theaters are even going to be open by March. You know, I mean, this pandemic just keeps getting worse and worse, and, you know, it's just at this point where it's like, well, do we really want to go down that route so who knows um uh and so they might sell they might put uh i don't think they're gonna 
sell it to like Netflix or Disney Plus or any of that. Um, but as far as will they have to make them available for premium or I think that's what they're that's what they might do for Morbius. Um, Venom two and Spider Man three they're probably gonna wait and see what happens. But as far as Morbius goes, I think they're going to end up put they're they're gonna end up pulling the trigger on that one and putting it on um on uh, on like Google Play or movies anywhere or stuff like that. And I would be totally okay to rent Morbius. I'd be totally fine with that because I really am excited for Morbius. So I'd be willing to put up the money to, to rent it for a day. Um, so, yeah, I, I have no problem with that. But, again, it really all depends on what they're doing. The reason why Warner Brothers made this move, um, I think, is they wanted to attract people to their streaming service. Sony doesn't really have a streaming platform. They just don't have that. Um, they have the PlayStation Store, um, which is mostly filled with games. But they could put movies on there, so who knows? Maybe maybe they'll decide they're going to put Spider-Man 3, Venom, or Morbius on the PlayStation Store. Who knows? Um but I think if they if they were going to put them for available for rentals, I think they're gonna put them on like a premium rental service like Google or iTunes, um, so that people can just rent it from there, um, or even Amazon Prime, uh, people can rent it from there, and that's how they would watch it. Um, but who knows? Maybe look tomorrow. For all we know, we might hear that they're gonna put it on Disney Plus or something. Who knows? But um, that's just kind of how what I what I what, what I think about that. All right, that will do it for this episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, uh, if you got, again, make sure you guys go check out the brand new episode of the Zeke Sensor Show and Spoiler Alert. And also, don't forget, guys, once again, End of the Line premieres on you on the Zeke Sensor YouTube channel December twenty fifth at six third at six o'clock uh, p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, um, and uh, yeah, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all at Zeke Said So. Um, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, definitely check out the link in the description and find out uh, what you can do to become a Patreon supporter of the Zeke Said So uh, podcast slash YouTube channel, uh, or you can become a listener supporter right here on Anchor Podcast. Make sure you guys go and check out, and speaking of Anchor Podcast, make sure you guys go check out our sponsor for this week's episode of the Web Streams Podcast, uh, Anchor Podcasting, the official sponsor of the Zeke Central Podcast feed. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.